Hey everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial, and Sigilite of the FLG. And I'm Seth, the Mad Duck, your competitive correspondent. Kicker Bud, how have you been doing? I am doing good, guys. If you are watching our podcast live, you're doing it right. You saw what I did? I switched it up. You're supposed to be oh, watching it. Oh, you did. Yeah, I, I tuned out, actually. Got you right. it's, it I don't want to like say the same thing every single time. So, guys, you should be watching us live so you can be part of chat. You get to see the visual elements. You get to see my beautiful face. You get to see Seth. Seth. <laughs> you get to see Seth. Why? No, no. Why do you have to be so far away that I can't strangle you? Yeah, no, right, right, right. No, no. You shouldn't be watching us. But if you're not and you're listening to us in the car, that's cool too. But look at what you're missing. You're missing my vomit. That is the the, the night I just painted. That is my hobby progress for the week. Uh, that I basically vomit? just yeah regurgitated that. Oh, I was like, it looks that nothing about that looks nurgly to me. Well, it's not so not nurgly. It's just it's just a I, I think it's a very poorly painted night. But my son wanted a blue robot. I happen to have a large knight that he saw and he's like, I want that. And I'm like, I will paint you a blue robot. I've never even painted in is blue a, a an earth tone, Seth? Traditionally, earth blue. Is it's not, and so I am glad that you have. Stepped outside your color palette range. Yeah, but look how crappy it turned out. Like that's so I, I attempted Dude, to. You need more practice. I need more practice. Well, Don't Thank worry you. About that's that's like you. Are you a teacher? Do you teach people? Yeah, I do. I do teach. You just you just criticize me in the best way possible. It's not that it's bad. You just need more practice. Um, uh, no, the proper phrase is. You know, that's not what I would recommend. If I were going to do that, I would probably. <laughs> uh, you know, do a little bit more of a brighter blue. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. how you say it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Seth. So yes, I did paint. That is my hobby progress for the week. I painted this big blue. Um, I don't. I, I want to call him Astropost. Astro. I don't know. Asshole night. I don't know. It's the flamethrower night. It's the one with the flamethrower that's crackle. Night. Crack night. Acheron. Yeah, that one. You see, I. There's can't, no S in there. It, it just sounds like it should have an S in there. By the way, I apologize to the GW uh, names, name creators, name namers. Um, I apparently can't speak tonight. So anyway, Seth, that is my hobby progress. I will tell you, I got a good game in today. I, I decided yeah. to just, you know, I needed three hours to, um, you know, have some me time. I've been going kind of nonstop. Uh, we'll uh, Pact of Resistance, uh, which is one of the three factions playing there. So I'm super And excited. the Pact of Resistance is, 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 is I guess, Xenos because you got orcs, I'm assuming. It's, well, it's, it's kind of like, Zen uh, there, there's, there's Xenos, but then there's also like Chaos and Imperial in there. So it's kind of the... I wouldn't say it's the the catch-all, but it's kind of whatever you want it to be. It's a narrative, you know. So, yeah. like, I have a friend that has a, a just bringing a guard army that's freshly turned traitor guard. Oh, okay. Um, so not really necessarily in the the full chaos swing of things, but anyway, it's it's a good time. Cool. Um, so I've been working on that. Uh, pretty pretty excited for it. I got my display board out. I got my chop. I got that all loaded in the car tonight. Big I got my, I got my I got my mad dog patch pouch full of doubloons by the way seth is driving the ship today yeah. uh <laughs> there i there we go i was like i did have most of the army on the tray um, okay but it, that's not the display board but that's a good yeah. chunk of the army it's a, it's a mech army okay so, and i love it I, lo I love it i love it i love it all right um i gotta do one more thing uh kicker while i'm doing that why don't you take us through what has been going on for previews from gw yeah, all right. So we've got a few things. We've got this weird guy called, I think, the Grand Justice Gourmet, I believe is the uh, the official name. He's a yeah. flesh eater character that looks kind of like he's got a fake wig made out of intestines. I don't know. He's, he's, he's pretty gory. He's got an intestine wig. Yeah, he's got an intestine wig, and I'm all for it. I mean, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a little, it's a little uh, not my style personally. But um, Seth, I know you love your your your, your horror stuff. This is right up yeah. your alley, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. so, if I were to, I, I, I do love that, that model. 
Um, yeah. And I very much, uh, I like the Flesh Eater Courts. Um, it is an army that if I were to, we talked about it the other week. It's got the most ridiculous lore. Yeah, you were talking um, about the lore. It's it's so weird. It, it but... was, it's an army that definitely interests me if I were to ever dabble in AOS. I've tried dabbling in AOS, and it is actually kind of complicated. Oh, jeez, don't tell me that. Yep. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still potentially dabbling. So we got this new character, yes, uh, another Flesh Eaters. We've been getting a lot of uh, Flesh Eater drip feed. Can we just, just say what it is? It's like constantly there's been all these little Flesh Eater stuff. So obviously, feed. yeah, right? Something Something's on the horizon. Yep. Um, oh, uh, so yes, and it's I think it's uh, week number two of the Horus Heresy Legion pre-order window. This is that new epic uh, tiny 40K, if you will. It looks to be a massive release, and it's just getting started. So this will be a full fledged game system which there's a lot of hype about i think a lot of people are very very excited seth i know you're into it with me i'm a, I'm, I'm not it's not about the gameplay as much as i'm just not too excited to paint tiny little miniatures but i think the game uh, those look like they would love to be done with contrast paints yeah right it's designed for contrast right that's probably yeah. the game plan um we've got some other fun stuff really fast that i think would be a lot of fun to talk about and this is frontline gaming news um We've got our own Black Friday sale, and you know Black Friday is is old. We don't do Black Friday. Black Friday does not happen on Friday anymore. Black Friday usually happens on the Monday before Thanksgiving, if not the beginning of November. And yes, our Black Friday sale is currently live and active, and hey, I think a lot. Sorry, of I'm, I'm trying go. to manage all the things. I, I know you're pushing buttons, you're reading chat, you're you're doing amazing, Seth. I'm really proud of you, man. So we've got Black Friday happening right now for Frontline Gaming. It is a really solid deal. It's happening November 13th, which is in the past, through November 20th. Oh, look, we got the, the PowerPoint up there. You can kind of get the visual representation of what Black Friday is. It is beautiful. 30% off full-color terrain sets. Those are our amazing sets that you know and love. You see at all our events. You get 25% off big gaming mats. So you, And oh, 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 oh. We have new mats that were just launched for Black Friday, four new designs. Uh, don't judge us on the names. I know we give GW uh, a lot of flack for their, their naming conventions, but uh, don't hate us because we don't come up with the best names either. We have the Fantasy Path mat. We have Mars Landing. We have Toxic Railroad Blue and like Toxic Railroad, Railroad Green. So four brand new mats. Uh, yeah, they, they, they look like a lot of fun. It's it's nice. We haven't had new mats in a little while. Seth, do you have a favorite out of these four? You know, I, I just said it. I like I like Toxic Railroad Blue. I oh, like... I didn't uh, hear you. Having seen that design, I kind of wish I did my Votan bases kind of to match that. <laughs> they are pretty, pretty sweet. Actually, speaking about the bases, we just kind of launched these things. These are these are really sweet. We've done bases that are, I guess, pre-printed material that would match those exact mats. So if you really like one of our mats and you want to have a cool thematic base that you don't have to paint, you don't have to do anything. You just glue your model to it. You can now get that through Frontline Gaming. They're brand new. It's a, it's a brand new thing we just launched. We've got them in 10 designs right now. Extremely affordable. And like I said, you don't have to paint them. Uh, you know, there we go. There we go. I was like, I got this. I got this. You got this. There we go. Look at those bases. So we currently have 10 designs. We have like a desert and a jungle and an ice and the usual suspects there. Uh, so yeah, tell us what you think. If you like them, you, you hate them. You know, hopefully we can start bringing them to a few events so that people can see them firsthand. Oh, the other big thing we've got is, and I don't know if you can hear my baby in the background, but you know, we're just trying to, you know, make this an interesting show. Uh, that would be my my infant, uh, eight weeks old. Cut me some slack, folks. You're doing, <laughs> my your, wife's best. Trying to... You're doing your best, bud. I'm doing my best. Uh, so yeah, we have a, oh geez, we have 15% off the secondhand shop, yeah. which is super exciting because that's already extremely discounted. Uh, Seth, what do you, why, why don't you start talking to people about the brand new LVO coin while I mute my mic so I can go get the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those nights, folks. Uh, yeah. So uh, 
is we i don't know if we have the lvo coin in the show the show we, we, we don't i'm back i'm back we don't have a photo of it in the show so you have to use your imagination people oh, kicker <laughs> what were you doing with your day um so so yeah right what was i possibly doing with my day the the um the lvo coin is shown on the frontline gaming community facebook group where you should be yep. because that's where all the cool kids hang out and we also post it on like our you know instagram and stuff but basically every time you go to a frontline game event and you're playing one of the more i guess major you know game systems we're playing there that has you know a, a full turnout you get this really cool coin you probably have seen it around uh town you know people have these coins all over the yep. place this one for the LVO has our beloved new LVO robot character right there, you know, shuffling cards or whatever. So it's a pretty you, you cool mean, coin. You mean this character kicker? Oh, do we have it? Do we have it? Oh, there we go. Look at that guy. Uh, I love him. I love him so much. Definitely uh, not a Necron. Not a Necron. No, we try to make him like less 40K specific because we just want to appeal to like the Age of Sigmar guys, you know, and and hey, we got some Star Wars Legion players and whatnot. So anyway, the, the, the Frontline Gaming LVO Challenge coin has been revealed. It is one that I'm really excited about. And it's going to be a different, you know, color. So we, you know, we have, well, this will be the third time we've done LVO with coins. You'll have three different, you know, shades of metal for the coin. Um, all right, sweet. Let's talk about the big one. Oh, we, we got Cherokee too. There's the Cherokee logo, by the way. We talked about that last week. They're I, gonna have I a was corrected last week by Nikki E.D. This oh, is what happened? not like a poker playing bear. This is a bear tender. Oh my gosh, yes. That is a, gr I mean, dude, yes, that is a bear tender. Perfect. I love it. He, that is, that is the right terminology for that logo. Uh, and, and yeah, guys, if you've been looking at our logos, we have the, the Rocky Mountain Open one ready to go. We'll probably be releasing that next week. And yes, each one is supposed to be your opponent or I guess, or bartender or- Bear tender. A bear tender, a bear tender. But let's let's talk about something that I'm really excited about. This is the Champions Cup. All right, this is huge. This what? is huge, the, right? The, the... the Champions Cup. All oh, right, uh, Seth. This is the big eight-man team event that we kind of just stumbled upon and started doing, and it's just become <laughs> stumbled upon. That doesn't sound as planned out as I know it was. Yeah, right. Well, it's it started with me talking with Stephen Corrales from Team XBZ over in the West Coast mm -hmm. at SoCal, and he had a good idea, which was, hey, why don't you guys do a team? event and i'm like uh, i don't know that's not something we've ever done really before on a scale like this turns out people love it and you know steven corrales myself and sean nading we kind of all teamed up to make this really cool event and then we got all these other club leaders involved and now guys this thing's just caught on like wildfire um it's it's scary how much interest there is and the thing is not even gone really live yet so it's like whoa geez so anyway this is the champions cup there's a lot of hype i'm am pleased to say that we got the u.s army officially on board they I will be saw that today yeah, yeah, that was the big announcement is they have officially signed up so they'll be there. We have a few teams that have, you know, already been formally approved and then um, the rest of the teams will be decided on Friday. So anyway, guys, that is the Champions Cup. More to come on that. That is a very large event, though, that we'll be doing uh, next year in uh, in the second, well, the last part of the year. So, Seth, we got to talk about some nerd news here, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I have stuff. Do you have stuff? Because I don't want to hog the time. We got some I, like I, nerd I see here. the notes, so I know what you you put there. Okay, I was quite impressed with the Rebel Moon trailer. By the way, did you notice in the notes? I apparently don't know how to spell Rebel. So there's the there's an R. No, did I spell it right? I it's spelled it right. Spelled correct. You made me double take. Oh. I was like, uh... okay, yeah. Apparently, I do know how to spell Rebel, folks. This is this is breaking news right here. I'm getting a lot of applause from Seth. Thank you so much. So so Seth, I don't know anything about Rebel Moon other than what I saw in the the 30 second trailer. No, no, no one does and, kicker. Okay, no one does. But I want to see that shit. Yeah, like, it looks so... really good. So I so I I saw the trailer pop up the other morning and I watched yep. it. And it was like it was such a good trailer for a film. I was yeah. like, and it's by Zack Snyder, and I know Zack Snyder loves his comic books, so I was like, this yeah. has to be like based off a comic book property or something, right? Like, 
and I started Googling. No, it's an original uh, story. Are you shaking me? There's no like previous no property out and there. There's, there's no... two films that have already been made: Rebel Moon Part One, A Child of Fire, and Rebel Moon Part Two. I can't remember the name, but they're both contracted to Netflix. So Part One comes out like I don't know sometime soon, and then Part Two comes out in April. So it's like from what I was told by what? by like the community. Yeah. Zack Snyder really wanted to do an R-rated Star Wars film, and Disney said no because Disney doesn't like R-rated films. So he said, "Screw you! I'll make my own." And this oh, is basically so his Star R-rated Wars, Star Wars film. Yeah. So, so wait. So, chat, confirm us just because it'd be nice that this there's no like history to Rebel Moon. This is a completely a new created yeah. thing that he's pulling out. But so you saw there's Star Wars elements in there, but there's definitely some 40k vibe. In oh there. yeah, just, there was. That's why that, I was like at first I was watching it. I was like those those look like commissars. And uh, they were like, no, 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 they're our own thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally, totally, totally original, right? Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I was down. With you it. know, it's it's okay, right? It's okay. I mean, I watched Dune, watching Look, Dune pretending it's forty k. I know, I know that we haven't, you know, had the 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 Godfather on in many a moons, uh, yeah. Reese. Uh, but I feel like this is a film he would like, and I think kicker, <laughs> what we need to do. Is we yeah. need to get all the the FLG staff together, and we and since we just get everyone like on the same Netflix account or something, just watch it all together, like yeah. and then be oh like, yeah, totally, chat. totally. Uh, funny you should say that, Reese. In in one of my uh, company chats, like he was he was in it with, with the judges. We we're just talking, and he was losing his. He's like so stoked for it, and that's why yeah. I went and saw the trail. I'm like, Reese is really stoked for this. Okay, let me let me go yeah, watch. This I think we should do like a, like I am down I'm with the it. group the group view. The group, yeah. I mean, we, we can even get some people from uh, from chat if they want to join yeah. us. I know, you know, let's get Kelsey in there, right? But uh, yeah, so Rebel Moon, guys, tell us what you think. Tell us if it's going to be, uh, you know, hot or not. We'll have to do a, I guess, a follow up as soon as we we, as soon as we watch we all, it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but then I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm starting to feel like a little like holiday vibe here. And I know it Seth is like, Thanksgiving. Oh, it's yeah, November, right? Keep no, that but in like, the wraps. I say yeah, so this as my wife is downstairs with her friend decorating gingerbread oh, really? houses. My my mother's already wrapped all the presents for Christmas. I'm like, what the hell? But uh, you know, Halloween is just tailgating for the holidays. I've said it and I believe it thoroughly. So I'm like fully already in holiday mode. Um, I believe and, and there's a Grinch out there that was made by the same people that did Minions and Despicable Me. I don't know if this is true or not. I got a targeted ad recently that was the trailer for it. I don't know if it's brand new or not, but I want to see it. But it made me think, like, hmm, when is the right time to start watching the Grinch with your kid? Is it is is it too soon? guys tell me in chat or is am i am, am i do i need to wait till after thanksgiving to I watch mean, the Grinch? isn't it like a dr seuss Do, well so like it is a dr seuss right but like first That's of all like kids yeah right yeah right but is he like scary look, I, like like look like i i'm not the the, the voice of authority chat save me to, yeah people that have ideas. more experience with children and so also like think about it like how do you my son was asking because he didn't know who the grinch was when we saw this trailer he's like is that like evil santa claus i'm like yeah yes. he's evil santa claus that's that's basically oh, what he is he's he don't go evil he's anti-santa claus he takes the presents away anti-santa claus um okay uh let's move on from nerd news i, got, I gotta ask you seth this this came up where i know it's not really short uh, we're not going to do the single short but i, I am curious if we're going to do it anyway <laughs> Your favorite individual robot class in all of sci-fi. Uh, this is something that, you know, like, I'll, I'll explain. I'm an R2-D2 kind of guy. I like R2-D2. You know, that is that is my robot yeah. of choice. I was going to have somebody on my side. Who's your, uh, I mean, are we talking like a Serpenter or some nonsense like that from 40K? What, like what's your thing? Just like favorite robot in sci-fi is what yeah, you're asking. it could be anything. Yeah. 
I don't know you that I've ever. You need to know this. This is critical information that I people. I don't that... know that I have ever invested any personal effort in forming this opinion <laughs> until this moment. Said like a true orc player that doesn't want to deal with. The I just like I don't know. No, I don't. Um, all right, all right. Fine. It, it could be the Roomba. I'll tell you, man. I freaking love my yes, Roomba. Yes, I love be... Roombas. There we go. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on from the nonsense, Seth. Let's jump into the main segment, dude. Yeah, I know so, this is something that's near and dear to your heart. Yeah, at least this recently. is this is so it's a bit of a bit of a, a repeat from last week since we had some technical issues last week. Um, but I had to because I'm doing the grand narrative. I had to get into Crusade, folks. And uh, boy, how <laughs> did I learn some stuff? Um, because. In my mind, Crusade was going to be simpler than match play. <laughs> it is the opposite. Crusade is more complex than match play. Uh, because it has all the same rules in terms of army building, but then you add another two, three layers of rules on top of that. Um, so oh. what is it? It's a system for narrative play that allows you to manage army uh, upgrades and, and injuries and all that stuff. Um, it's, it's really, it, it's a way to kind of track your army's progression and evolve it as you play it again and again and again. Um, Kicker, you know, last week kept yelling at me to keep it brief. Keep it brief. Uh, and so I'm trying, folks. Um, we are a competitive podcast. We don't talk about this fluffy narrative stuff. So so basically when you're playing a crusade, and, and I'll just like what I had to do for, for the grand narrative, I'll go through my experience. We were told to create an order of battle, which is like the pool of, of units that you get to bring to the event. They're not what you would play with every game, but it's like this is your your roster that you can choose from. And it was 3,000 points. And we were told, okay, you bring that 3,000 points, and then each game you will build a roster out of those 3,000 points that is 2,000 points, and you will play that each game. Um, so it's it's you can add and remove to that pool. There's different mechanisms to do that in the, the rule set. But basically I'm going with 3,000 points of stuff, and then each game I'm going to pick 2,000 points probably based off of kind of what they tell us, you know, narratively is going on. Or uh, also, I'm probably going to, I have a Stompa in my list. So if my opponent's yeah. like, I don't have a way to kill the Stompa, I'll be like, that must stay over here. Thank you very yeah, much. Perfect, perfect. I like you know, that. I don't want to put that on the table. That's not going to be You have fun. like a sideboard, basically. Yeah, it's basically right? a sideboard. Cool. Um, you build the roster, and then you get to spend requisition points to do things uh, like, increase the the number of total points you have or give characters enhancements you can't you still have to pay the points for enhancements you just don't get them though you got to use some of these special requisition points and you start with five of them and then each game you play you get another point so you can get more of these you can use them to do things like remove battle scars which are the debuffs from units you can use it to change war gear on a unit so if like oh man i need to change from having flamers to custom mega blasters on these units i can change in between games uh, you cool. can do it to, there's an experience point cap. If I had a unit that was getting close to the cap, I could spend points to to allow them to, to no longer be capped. Um, speaking of experience, pretty simple kicker. Every time a unit goes to battle, it gets one experience point. Yeah, nice Every time a unit kills three enemy units, it gets an experience point. Okay, and cool. at the end of each battle, you pick one of the units that was in your army, and it gets an, another three experience points. Oh, okay, cool, cool. This is complex, so I do have to give a shout out here because this would be the most tedious thing to keep track of on just like scratch paper. Yeah. But Goonhammer, our friends over at Goonhammer, they have a website called Administratum where <laughs> all of this stuff is is built into that website. The entire narrative campaign is actually in that website. So I have all of my units in there and I can track 
who's got what XP, who's killed X oh, number cool. of units. So it, it's it's a very nice and usable system. So uh, a lot. They, Wait, the, is GW has like a GW paper. Goonhammer, like, are they like they, just they're working together? Yeah, because the okay. like GW said go to this website when they were preparing cool. us for the event. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, thank God. Because I was like trying to get scratch paper and make yeah, all this stuff. Way out. too confusing to do on your own. Well, right? Just imagine if you had a piece of scratch paper tracking every unit separately and its kills and its time. You see all these post-it notes on my desk? All right. Like yeah. I can't even. And, the and they would get lost everywhere, Kicker, knowing yeah. how you and I function at events. Um, so once you get certain amount of XP, uh, units can level up. And when you level up, you basically can either A, buff a weapon and there's a chart that you can roll on for that or you can take a buff for the unit and you can roll on a chart for that so there's different buffs that you can have like do you want an extra weapon skill on your weapon do you want an extra ballistic skill you want some more strength some more ap whatever so you can really start to kind of fine-tune how you want those units to grow and expand but there's a downside your kicker if a unit gets killed during battle it's now out of action and it must roll if you roll a one bad things happen i hate that you have two options kicker you can take a devastating blow, which means if you have a buff on the unit already, you lose one of those buffs. That's not good. But yeah, hey, so you know, back to back to baseline. Or you take a battle scar, which is if we roll on a chart and take a debuff. And if you have yeah. no battle honors, aka no buffs, and you have three battle scars, aka debuffs, your unit is destroyed. Mm. So uh so good. There there's, you know, so you don't like it I like that. Because there's going to be moments in the game where normally I would just like, for instance, my Gretchen, I may just throw them away usually. Yeah. But now I'm like, ah, I don't want them to die completely because I kind of want them to not get debuffed as the event goes. Because I oh, really doubt yeah. my Gretchen are going to be killing a lot of things, Kicker, to get experience points. <laughs> <laughs> so you do have to think of like how your units are. You're like, I, I, I kind of want them to do something this game, but I also kind of want them to not die so that the next game die. they can do something. That's kind of cool. So you get like a, like you know special ops Gretchen or something. If they level up God. enough, you can kind of do stuff. Yes, right. That'd be amazing. Be Gretchen that hit on threes and shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Totally. <laughs> so, I'm excited to give it a go this weekend. There's more to it than that. Like, I'm sure someone is going to see this someday and be like, "Oh my God, Seth oversimplified Crusade." Because there is stuff that I still haven't got my head around. The units can have Layers, agendas, yeah. which are special ways to get XP. I think um, there's like, like they have a bunch of crusade rules right now for the tyrannic wars so there's like specific missions and relics that you can get from the tyrannic wars and they've been they've said that they're going to be coming out with new battle zones and things like that so really interesting uh oh, i'm excited can, can to I, try I'm, I'm excited for your like follow-through you know like i want to hear all about this after the event i want to hear like your thoughts is this something i need to try is this something we need to incorporate into frontline gaming events right like is this something we should be having yeah. we have a narrative at lvo but should we have a narrative at say rocky mountain open you know or well, cherokee or so I always, in my mind, thought of Crusade as like, this is something I would do with like a friends on a weekly like get together. So I'm interested to see how it goes in playing basically six Crusade games in a weekend. Yeah. And if that really does feel like I can feel my army growing and evolving and how yeah. I weigh those choices, because yeah, if, if it works well, I think that'd be something cool to incorporate fast, into. Six games. So are you playing two games a day? Is that yeah, kind of the two games, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if I remember okay. correctly. And 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 this is something in chat's asking. Like, can you win? <laughs> like, I mean, I, mean, my, my, I get points for my my overall faction, which is a pack of resistance. And then in that, basically in that group that I am in, that that faction, there are little subgroups. 
um, which is about 10 guys. And we all are going to be in the same room every day. Um, and so but my, can you win? Seth? I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying can like, you get a trophy or, or something? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm going into this just like, I'm going to be my best orc self kicker. Um, That's I cool, literally man. tonight was like packing my stuff before the show. And I normally have like the, the Goonhammer app for scoring like the missions or I have like yeah, yeah, a dry yeah. erase thing for it. And I realized I'm like, I don't even know we're going to play like regular GW missions. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to bring a blank notepad. Yeah, that's smart. I have yeah, no yeah. idea. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I need objective markers. I don't know if I need the cards. Like, I threw them in the bag, but I don't well, know if I need them. I don't know if there's a way you can win, Seth, but I'm hoping that you win. That's all. That's I, all I want. All I know is I put every single orc walker, all the yeah. way from Stompa to Killican, and everything right. in between, in my list or in my big well, like roster, like my order yeah. of battle. So I can certainly uh, take okay. any combination of that. I'm Please that. tell me you have a, 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 a sexy name for your walking wall of metal here. What, do you have a name for your uh, army? So it, it's, it's a dread mob. That's the generic orc term, but my, specific, my mech is called orc, uh, big mech, bad smasher. Okay. There we go. Good. I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, oh, we got, okay. So before we go into the frontline entertainment news, we do have a question from chat. Yep. They're asking about the, the team event and has it sold out yet? And also, um, well, it's a two part question. All right. So has the team sold out yet? The team event has not officially gone up for sale. Uh, if you applied, uh, to be a team, you did get an email and you should know exactly when tickets are going up for sale. If you have not applied, Yikes. Uh, you, you'll find out when team when it sells out, most likely. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we were expecting people to all apply to, to and basically the, everyone that's applied will have a shot to get their ticket. Mm -hmm. uh, people that have you know applied have gotten an email as of this evening that explains when those tickets will be available uh, for them so, to try to get. So applied, now, mercenaries. Will there be mercenaries for this Champions Cup, the big eight-person team event? We are working on that. I was literally talking about that right before I hopped on. That was a little while well, I was late, actually, to come and do the no, that's something to do with vomit. Uh, no, that, that was the paint job that oh, I was okay. commenting on. Yeah, I, no, 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 no. I, I, long story short, though, uh, there will be a way. We're hoping that there will be a way for mercenaries. There's so many teams coming in from all across the country slash world that we're going to want to have a few mercenaries on standby, as well as I think there's going to be one team that will be purely made up of mercenaries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because there's a lot of people that really want to go to this and they go to all of our frontline game events, but they're like, I don't have eight people that will travel with me. So we might just do one team that is nothing but individuals uh, working together. Yeah. Seth, what's happening in the network? Anything anything going on with our yeah. friends? So our, our, our good friend Joe over at Wargames Live, he's streaming the Renegade GT this weekend. So if you want to check that out, I'm, I'm sure as always, Joe will put on an excellent show. Um, you won't be able to see me on stream. They won't be streaming the narrative. So you might as well go watch Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, they I mean, should be the narrative though. that could be a lot of fun like that i mean i'm not gonna say no if they want to but you know yeah whatever. all right whatever um our friends over at party at the all points they broke down the aos christmas bundles um so if you're aos curious and you're, you're looking at those bundles go check out those guys and they'll give you the, the skinny on which ones are good deals and good armies uh play on tabletop that little group that you know about kicker uh yeah. they've got another episode of 40k in 40 minutes it just came out today that's always exciting i know how many hours they put into making those um so i always like to shout them out while they're doing that and then do you do you know this guy called adam solis oh uh, yeah I'm, i think i'm familiar he, with the he guy he has a little show called tfg radio they've got a new episode coming out this week they've been on a little bit of break because adam was taking some vacation time so go check them out later i think they're doing their show tomorrow night if not everyone knows who Adam. Like I know Adam very intimately. He is. He is, he is my. He is our, our head FLG judge. Yeah, he, he puts up with my we nonsense. Him, we, him a hard time. we can't let his ego get out of check. 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he'll be at all of our, I think he'll be doing every single event for frontline gaming in 2024. Like every single one, even, even Colorado, like he'll be. Whether he knows like, it or not, he will be doing yeah. it now. <laughs> Sorry, Adam, if you're listening right now, yeah. uh, we do expect you at all events next. All right. Kicker, uh, you did a little bit of a poll this week. Yeah. 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 Guys, if you follow us on Facebook, there's a frontline gaming community group. We always ask a poll every single Wednesday. We'd like to get your feedback. It helps us determine how we run our events. It also helps, you know, determine some greater things in the world of 40 Okay, guys, this year, just wanted to know, hey, what do you do when you're not playing cutthroat competitively? We know most people here are, are you know, I'm a competitive 40K player. I, you know, I want victory and to win, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, what do you do outside of that? Uh, we had quite a few options. Uh, the, the, the highest uh, response rate, though, came back with 50% saying they play casual mm -hmm. or friendly games as well as competitive. Like, that is something they actively do. Like, today, my game was, I'm just going to go play with my buddy. I don't and really care use, about winning. And you use match play rules. We, we did use match play rules, but it was like he he was actually practicing for an event. But I'm like, I just I just I just want to not think about work and just relax. Uh, you want to not then, think about work in your job where you organize 40k <laughs> events by playing. <laughs> this is this really weird world I live in. It is so funny because I'm surrounded by the hobby, and yeah. it is work a lot of times. But when I'm playing, I'm like totally just in the zone. Just yeah, I you get know, you. Just, it's it's like my like some people meditate some people like go for long walks or yoga or whatever that is my happy place oh 15 percent. the next uh most popular response was narrative people play narrative, narrative or crusade you said crusade, crusade in the poll i'm just i'm blown away i mean like i just it doesn't maybe because of the region of the country that i live in it's just not so popular but i don't see it happening uh but obviously it's successful look at this giant gw no narrative it's a yeah. good story yeah yeah ah nah. It's a good. <laughs> All right, with eleven percent, we have people saying they play Age of Sigmar. They just play a whole different game system. Yeah, uh, and I actually you know, know a lot of competitive guys that like they just have that as a goof off game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I've got an Age of Sigmar army that I have yet to play, to be honest. But the idea of that army is to not even consider the meta. Just let's just play stuff that looks yeah. cool and it sounds like fun. So, guys, yeah, tell tell us what yeah you do. You know, um, should we? I mean, it looks like a lot of people play casual and friendly. I mean. Would it be weird to do a frontline gaming event that was basically just a giant casual tournament? I don't know. Like, go with that mindset of this is, you know. You can't say casual tournament in the same sentence. Yeah, right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You're always going to have someone yeah. that tries to win it. And then so it's no longer casual. At LVO, we do have a friendly tournament, and the judges go through every single list. And if someone looks like you know they're they're trying to win forty k the LVO forty k champs with that, we're like, um, we're, we're this is friendly. Let's 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 adjust that list a little bit. But I don't know. It could it could be kind of fun. I mean, the Long War doubles. That's a one day tournament we've we've done. You know, that that's a very fun event. Yeah. Speaking of Long War, uh, I will be on the podcast, I believe, tomorrow. Look at that uh, natural trans transition. Yeah, right. That was not intentional at all. But uh, yeah. So the Long War thing, though, that's a long standing. The Long War doubles at LVO and a bunch of things it's not like it's not it's not narrative but it's definitely more relaxed vibe more casual i guess the way and like it's successful it's popular it's one of the longer running things we do so i don't know I, i'm just wondering if like one day maybe we should do student event that has got you know a, it's just not a competitive focused event i don't know what it is maybe we just do a massive narrative and see what happens um I'm in. Just nothing, just nothing, right yeah. all right seth um looks like we got some cool photos from yeah, people yeah. right so Community spotlights, uh, we love doing them. Uh, if you're if you're ever around on the Frontline Gaming community page on Facebook, I'm up there every Wednesday uh, trying to beat uh, Adam Peterson into posting about Work in Progress Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> He's so your rival. He is, and just post up there. We're happy to share them. Uh, kicker, uh, first up this week, 
We've got this lovely void dragon uh, from Jesse over at the Hoppy Goblins uh, g- going with the, the blues. Um, yeah. got, you love it. Very good lighting effect there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then uh, we saw a little bit of it last week, but Gerode's uh, done some more work on his display board. Um, with He's already doing ar- his work for Armies on Parade for next year. So that is like a, a massive like lead time on it but this is also a massive display board and if you look at the very top this is the part we saw last week which was like the 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 crab legs on a little bit of foam that's like at the very top of the image and then you're like oh there's like two whole stories below that whole nother world yeah i mean the the building display boards a whole nother like set of skill right like that's a whole other talent right there so well done to him now kicker i got some photos that were not from our community page oh okay all right where are these coming from you don't even know where these are from yet kicker these Top are secret. from my Discord from the Pact of Resistance for the narrative. Oh, campaign. wow. Because everyone's been showing off their army. So I posted up in there. I was like, hey, guys, if you're in the community page, join there. But otherwise, send me your pictures and I'll show your stuff off tonight. Because oh, I got man. my pretty army, but I'm not the only one that's been working on an army for this event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally. Let's take it this out. Let's take it out. Uh, and I, I'm going to do my best pronouncing your names, guys. This is uh, Captain Corleonis. Uh, and this mm. is his self, his captain uh, uh, model. Chris- um, which is the one I believe from the most recent starter set. But look at those those crisp line highlights. He's looking yeah, real good. Yeah, well, and well, I always love when someone can get that that white with the blue like recesses for like the Terminator mask. It always looks real good. Yeah. Perfect, perfectly yeah. flawed. Up next, uh, we you you might have seen this guy come around at a few of the frontline gaming events. Uh, Jason Langer is bringing his orcs out. He's in my group. His he's got a, a really over the top color scheme from his army. Yes. They got all kinds of different uh, blues and purples and pinks kind of popping in there. So he's bringing orcs. He's my orc brother. Excited to see him there. Um, we have a custom Tau sept. This is uh, Shasso Burning Star. Um, oh, yeah. And it looks sort of it's it's a little bit different red than the Farsight scheme. It's a little bit brighter, a little bit poppier. Yeah, it's um, definitely you can see those nice uh dirty looking cell suits there in the front um so i've got i've got you know tau helping me out in the pact of resistance uh, <laughs> super excited to have him uh we have overlord akmat the blooded uh with some necrons uh really i love the vibrant uh green on the weapons that really pops kind of against that copper and silver of the body um you had a bunch more stuff this is just the one picture i pulled um you've got to do that with necrons right okay. necrons are basically just silver right so you have to have that pop of color from somewhere so oh, it's yeah. the weapons and then that's what counts yeah yep. uh and then last but not least uh still a bit more work to be done here but this is uh montfaz uh tau and a very muted gray color tone um kind of blending into uh their basing and this is an important point where i have to flex on you kicker no, i do it tau lore the second okay. color of Tau, the Tau, the color that represents like their home world, is yeah. actually in this case it would be the red. It's the little accent colors, and they paint the bulk of the armor to be to be camouflaged to the environment. So that's why the oh, bulk so of the armor do care about yeah. camouflage. So the bulk of the armor is painted gray to match the basing, with the sept color being like the head and the Tau symbol on his chest and shoulders. <laughs> so this particular miniature is very historically accurate. I don't Correct. know. <laughs> Look at right. I know lore and narrative things, folks. Such a multi-talented. Yeah, you never here, knew, so. kicker, nope. what I what I, I was capable of. I had no clue whatsoever. But I'm very proud that you're showing us uh, sharing this knowledge with us here. I, I really, <laughs> it, you know, I know a lot of people like say you shouldn't paint the bases to match the model because it kind of doesn't, you know, pop them in. Yeah. But I love, like, I want my my desert, you know, guard to look like they're in the desert. So I want their, you know, camouflage. Yeah, you want the camo to match. Yeah. So I want it, I, I think it looks like really the Tau color scheme is what you're telling me. 
Yeah. Well, I think that was a music. That was beautiful. That was perfectly done. Like that was executed the way I, I would, I would do it, but you know, Seth, um, you're excited. You're leaving yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. You're doing this tomorrow. Yeah. Like get up tomorrow morning, drive to Atlanta. I want nonstop photos of this event. I, I got, I got a little bit of hope. Okay. I got serious photo. I was supposed to be there with you, yeah. but uh duty calls on the home front. So I'm home. Uh, what if I man. just like put a camera in my, like my phone in my pocket, <laughs> the camera pointing out and just live stream the whole time. Just to, you oh. though, no one else, yeah. just to you. No yeah, 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 yeah. But let me let me speak. You know, have it yeah. like be a two way communication. I'm like, so we're just no, gonna video call the whole time, is what you're saying. Yeah, just totally. Just do do a video. Do, do a FaceTime the entire time with me. Oh, it'll, I'm it'll sure that no one from GW will come up to me and be like, "What are you doing, Seth?" It's like, just say it's kicker. He's he's here. He's here. I was supposed to be there anyway. Here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, Seth, you have fun, man. Yep. I I myself will be hobbying like crazy, trying to build up a few more nights. Duty. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My son wants to play armies, so that's what he calls 40k, just armies. Yeah. So he uh, he's got some Legos, and I've got the giant robot knight that I built for him. So he's gonna set up his little Lego guys, and I don't know. We'll roll dice and randomly determine who wins. He he'll win because he's three years yeah, old, and yeah. of course he's gonna win. So you could do demo <laughs> games any day, character. <laughs> exactly right, uh, Seth. You you want to take us out of here? Yeah. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night, guys.